The following podcast contains adult themes, sexual content and strong language. It has also been thoroughly disinfected. Lovely listeners, and welcome to Fat Rascals Fat Podcast, episode 10, the last of series one. Oh, um, oh isn't it sad? Hasn't it flown? Um, my name is Robin Grant. You may know me from Fat Rascal Theatre Productions as a co-writer and also from this podcast. I am joined by the lovely long Daniel Fox. Hello, I'm Daniel Fox. You may know me as the lady in the turquoise jewellery. Um, you've seen her about. Uh, you think you've seen her more than once, and you have. It's me. Hi. <laughs> And also oh, one of the co-writers of Fat Rascal Theatre. Hi. Yes, hello, Robin. Yeah. I, I thought that was you. Yes. Um, I've got a few new pieces and I've been wearing them out. Mm, they look lovely. I went into a, a little shop in, in, uh, in Brighton the other day on one of my naughty excursions and there was an incense shop and I, I swear mm. I saw you um, trying to flog me off some bergamot. Yes, that, it, that's exactly the sort of shop I work in. Yes. Um, always called something like rainbows or um crystal jades um (laughs) and i sell uh around your blonde crimped hair yeah my blonde crimped hair and i think i I sell incense called things like dragon's bane or real tibet and i um christmas eve (laughs) and mugs that say um coffee and wicker and nothing else. <laughs> and you <laughs> Don't little, disturb little me when I'm doing my witchcraft. <laughs> little baskets full of heart stones that yeah. say things like peace. Peace. How have you been, um, Robin? What have you been up to? I've been good. Um, enjoying the growing freedom. Mm-hmm. Um, been to a restaurant or two. Ooh. I went to the cinema. Yes, what did you see? Which was wild. I saw 1917. Oh, how, oh God, um, how was that? Which was... <laughs> Dan hates the war. <laughs> I just it? hate the war. <laughs> um, honestly, it was brilliant. It was one of the best war films I think I've ever seen, mm-hmm. just in terms of how it was shot. Oh, OK. Um, Dan. <laughs> um, but it was, like, one of the most anxiety-inducing films yeah. I think I've ever seen. I had a... I had a superfood salad at Wildwood before I went, and I don't know whether it was the chickpeas or the... The war action, but honestly, my stomach was churning through the whole wow. film. Did it? Is that the one where it's all shot in? It's made to look like one continuous shot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's really good though. They did it very well. Oh, yes. Um, you you'd really like it, Dan. Hmm, I'm sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> what have you been up to, my love? Uh, same with you. I've been to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to. Uh, the Ivy in Winchester, lovely. A man lovely. told me off because I was walking on the wrong side of the pedestrian road. Quite right. Um, you should be told well, off. I didn't know. There was like one little like spray painted foot on the floor pointing mm-hmm. one way on one side and one way on the other. But I just assumed that was where people were being told to like wait in queues, like if outside the shops. Yeah. Well, that's your privilege, isn't it, Dan? Well, that's my. <laughs> that's your that's ignorance my, and your privilege. That's my privilege showing. Um, <laughs> And I walked on this, and he stopped and he went, wrong side of the road, boys. And I thought, <laughs> I, I simultaneously thought, A, I hate you, and B, 
oh look it's me in 40 years it, yeah um, I can yeah. I can see you doing that but it, you know that was nice nice to get out of the house mm, it's fun isn't it it was things fun things feel much more fun I, I think felt because they feel a bit naughty yeah had a scallop. Been, um, Delicious. Oh, did, I had a scallop. Did you? Yeah. Oh, twins. Twins. Um, interesting thing about scallops, they don't have a nervous system, do they? No. Well, that's why I feel I don't mind eating. So my thing is I'm vegetarian and I also yeah. don't drink milk or yeah, a lot of too. dairy. I sometimes yeah, treat myself to a cheese. Um, we're so similar. We're <laughs> the same. We only eat the same things. Um, and... <laughs> But I don't care so much about certain types of seafood, so I will mm. eat things that live in shells and are just a slimy blob, because lots mm. of them don't even have nervous systems, so they can't feel pain and they can't think, they just respond to stimuli, and really, isn't that just a plant? It's a plant of the sea. It's just a plant right. of the sea. And but it just two, is a bit fleshy. A bit fleshy. And two, things with more than four legs and more than two eyes, I don't care so much about. So, if it's like a disgusting prawn... I just wish them the worst, and I'm glad yeah. to reduce their numbers. Um, insects. They're locusts that swim. Yeah, a lot and of I, it for me is, would I give it a hug? Yeah, exactly. If it looked at me and went, please don't, would I care? And, and with a <laughs> prawn, no, I wouldn't. I would, t- I would take a lot of um, pleasure. I would relish. I think I'd probably fall it. into that category for you, no? Yeah, I would eat you. Please, please don't eat me. I'd be like, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd, I'd cover you in a, a garlic butter. Mm. I think I'd go lovely with a garlic butter. Yeah, you would. Um, <sighs> and Can I'd you serve this? you on the menu as buttery girl. <laughs> <laughs> Mother, I'm sat at Mother's dressing table. Oh, um, fancy way to record this podcast. Thank you. I like to give the listener different ambiance. <laughs> and I've got one of her spinning rings on. Spinning rings? Which is what you can hear. Yeah, you know those rings that have spinny bits on? <laughs> She's Sorry? got so many. My mother Wait. is the woman in the turquoise jewellery. Oh, uh, see, when you said that, I imagined like a motorised kind of like, <laughs> me- like mechanical thing <laughs> whizzing around. You know, those, um, you know when you went to the panto when you were young and you got that stick yeah. with the multicoloured lights that span around <laughs> and you pressed a button? That's what I was imagining. Oh, well, that would be more fun. That would be more fun. Imagine. Imagine that. I'd wear it as a as a distraction and then say <laughs> strange things in conversation. People but would be like, what? And I'd be just... like, mm, do you like my ring? <laughs> 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 it would be good for you if you ever did anything horrible. Yeah. You could avoid the fainting and pulling. Yeah. Yes. My scheme, my avoiding, avoiding attention scheme. Tell the listener. Um, well, I, I think I might have told this on the podcast before, but my scheme has always been that if something truly, truly embarrassing happenings happens that I didn't, well, like that when I just misspoke, so I would have done it then. If something truly, truly embarrassing happens, I would, um, f- so for example, I'm on stage and mm-hmm. I say something comes out of my mouth that's like unforgivably awful and I didn't mean to say it um, or... I don't know. I, I, I'm bitching about someone and then I notice that person is literally sat next to me. Whatever. Um, I faint. I fake faint. I collapse onto the floor in the most dramatic way I can. And then to double down on that, I poo myself. I deliberately poo myself because everyone might think, oh, he's just faking that faint if I just faint. But if I poo myself, they'll be like, oh my God, 
he's fainted and pooed himself. This is a medical emergency. <laughs> he's lost control of his body. Poor him. Immediate pity. There's a sort of body horror to it. Um, and it's so dramatic that they'll be like, what was he saying before? I don't remember. All I know now is that he's fainted and pooed himself. All I know is the poo. All I know is faint that's and poo. That's all I can think about. Um, so that's my plan and my scheme. Take it if you if you need it. Yeah. Take that with tip. you. That Listen is, up. yeah. Fate and poo. <laughs> the fate and poo. But uh, you, you haven't just given a trick away, Dan. When we're all at your big live show and you fate and poo, we're going to know. <laughs> it's because you were being despicable. When you see in the news... Um, yeah. Semi-professional, non-famous comedian faints and poos on stage. Um, <laughs> you'll know who it is. We'll all know. We'll, we'll know all what know. Um, funny coincidence, Dan. As I was yes. sat here waiting for you to ready yourself for our podcast, I shat myself. <laughs> I pooed my pants. Um, no, I was flicking through August's edition of Country Living. Oh. And what did I come to? But an interview with Claire Balding about her new podcast. Well, isn't that fate? That is fate. Listener, if you need to listen to something during the short break that we'll be taking between seasons of this podcast. Yeah, it's called Dogcast. Dogcast. It sounds like my absolute dream podcast. Yeah, it's about it dogs does. with Claire Balding. Well, there you and go. The hairy bikers are on it. <laughs> Honestly, it feels is, like an eclipse. Is this like, is this like have we come have we summoned this? I think we have. Have we manifested this podcast? Yeah. How funny. um, Yeah, release fortnightly on all major podcast platforms. So that's a recommendation. Well, I'll be listening Um, to that. For you listeners. It's a lovely picture of Claire. Mm. She looks very well. That's good. Um, I'm glad to hear she's thriving in lockdown. (laughs) I bet she's been been riding her horses around the fields. I bet she has as well. Have you been watching anything good, Dan? Uh... Yes, I've watched a few things. I watched um, Fire Saga. Oh my god! Which I just loved. It is the um, finest piece of cinema. It's so good, and all the ever. like. So the critics' reviews me. are like: there's some being like, "This is charming and fun," and there's some being like, "Dog shit, one star." And I think those people just need to fuck off. Of course like, they do. It's obviously not like highbrow film, but it's funny. And charming. And if you, like, go with the vibe of kind of Eurovision silliness. Yeah. So of good. Oh, it's Some not, great songs. I hate it when critics who, like, I don't know, the Guardian critics, like, give films like that one star. Like, what was the point? Everyone knows that it's not highbrow. They weren't yeah. going for the Oscar, but they're just, like, a bit of joy. And what, what it's going for, it does really well. Yeah, exactly. So, it made me Fuck laugh. Off. I really enjoyed oh, it. So it. Good. Dan Stevens is absolutely hilarious. So good. His so accent funny. in it. Yes, yeah. of course. He plays a <laughs> um, Russian. He plays the Russian singer entry, and he is like a like a semi closeted gay man. Um, no, I thought it was so good. So good. So funny. We absolutely loved it. Yeah. So watch. Highly mm. recommend. Um, I'll watch Rachel McAdams in anything. There, I said it. <laughs> there, I said Wolf. it. I'll watch Will Ferrell on anything. Honestly, yeah. I think he's one of the best actors in the world. He's very funny. It's him actually singing in all of that as well for his I bit. Or everyone else, it's like not. But Absolutely. Um, no, Dan, is it not Dan Stevens? No, I really wish it was. I don't think it oh, was. Oh, no, but he I think sings. bits of it might be. I think the, he was I, so I good think, in Beating the Beast. Yeah, I think he was going to. I think he did bits. Yeah. I don't know. Google it. Um, I'll Google it. I'll Google it. 
Lion of Love. Um, Absolutely amazing. <laughs> these, amazing art. These statues look just like you. Yes, I suppose you're right. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, so everything I wanted in a film. Me too. It really delivered. I've also watched a film called Greed, which is quite good. And it is about Philip Green, the owner of like Topshop and everything. Topshop, yeah. Yeah, but it's like a fake, but it's not actually... I mean, it is pretty much his life and it's sort of like a comedy film biography mm. of his life um but it's steve coogan and um oh i love steve coogan he's playing like this like billionaire in, in greece on his yacht david mitchell's in it and loads of other good people and it's very funny god and imagine a having a, a film made about your life and they call it something like greed yeah literally <laughs> oh that's his name in it philip mccready but yeah. they call him mccready it's very good. It's also a bit dark and it does go into like sweatshop labour and like how. Oh. And like the actual. It's a bit of one of those sort of like Wolf of Wall Streety exposes on how these retail billionaires yeah. get get to be where they are. Um, but funny. But funny. I would watch it, yeah. I'll have a look. When, when yeah. I write your biography film, <laughs> I'm going to call it Slag. <laughs> Slag. <laughs> Slag. And then the slightly fictionalised version being like, his name is Nathaniel McSlaggy. Um, and um, now, as a little uh, thing in our final episode, I think we're going to hear from one of our sponsors. Mm. Are you sick of being stuck at home, but too nervous to go out? Dreaming of a hollybob, but worried about getting on a plane? We've got the solution for you. Helen's Home Vacays gives the true Brits Abroad experience from the safety of your own home. Well, we've been longing to ignite the flame of our passion after months of being stuck in together, haven't we? Yeah. And then one night I just snapped, didn't I? I spent the whole night watching Nige sleep, fantasising about smothering him to death. Yeah. Her eyes was filled with the frosty light of hate. Yeah. That's when we called Helen's. We woke up the next day at 4am and went downstairs. Helen's had even sorted a rude taxi driver to take us around the block a bit with our cases. Then we came back and was given the chance to stand in a three-hour check-in queue. It was great! Yeah, we got to pay for an overpriced airport breakfast in our kitchen. Night had a beer, I started on the wine. That was one of the best bits. No flight to get kicked off of. They did our room out really nice, didn't they? Made it proper boiling. Yeah, couldn't sleep a wink. It was 30 degrees in there and the whole room smelled of egg. And they even bought in some cockroaches, which was a really personal touch. Lovely. Everyone's raving about Helen's. I'll be honest, setting my alarm at six and running downstairs to reserve a sun lounge gave me the real adrenaline rush I've been missing. And all in my own back garden. But despite my best efforts, every seat was always taken by a towel. And they even left a used condom in the bird bath. <laughs> it was an absolute thrill. It was just amazing to get that real Mediterranean experience from England, you know? We had a full English breakfast, fish and chips for tea, followed by karaoke in the Irish bar. It really made you feel like you were abroad. What's more, if you book now, our dedicated team will send your luggage on a round-the-world tour at no extra charge. Some of your belongings will be dropped off up to four months later, while the rest will be gone forever. And that's a Helen's guarantee. What are you waiting for? Call Helen's today. A chat with two chat. Ooh, chat 
with Tim. Chat with me. Hello, darling Tim. Hello. First question. Hi, Tim. Tim, Shad. I'm just sending you a little picture. <gasps> oh, my God. Mm. Oh, my God. This this would be the ultimate payoff for the end of the series. Wow. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Guys, there's a full shed. Oh, my God. Yay. I can't believe it's it. There's a beautiful, shed. There's a shed. It's a beautiful treated <laughs> pine. I actually it's feel quite emotional. Garden. It's literally since episode one, we've been chasing this, <laughs> chase, chase, chasing the shed. See, and now, episode 10 payoff. Tim, that is a perfect plot arc of the it's shed good, running yeah. through the series. So nice. That's, episode one. I was planning this right from episode one. <laughs> and it's actually been, it's been finished since like episode seven, yeah. but he's been lying uh, to us. Episode 10, the finished shed. Oh, and it's... inside the shed, I hear that there's a dog for Gemma. There's a little dog That's for Gemma. That's what I heard. Yeah. Hopefully. Oh. I haven't fed it since episode six. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's lovely. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to describe to the listener yeah. what I'm seeing. I'm seeing a your standard rectangular shed yeah. with a, a sort of um, pointed roof. Mm. Uh, there's a little diamond fitting shape on the front, mm. which is a nice little extra. It's a lovely light there's... oak stainage, isn't there? Yes. Yeah, it's a treated pine with a light oak stain. It's, it's got a sort of golden brown, a uh, very light golden brown, like a, like a perfectly cooked Victoria mm. sponge. Mm-hmm. Um, a grey treated roof and a nice barn door. Oh, I'm so proud of you, Tim. Thanks very much. Proud it's and nice. pleased. It's lovely. So the season two thing, I think it'll be like, Tim, have you got a skip and got rid of all the rubble in the garden? <laughs> <laughs> no skip. Uh, I'm so pleased about the shed. That's really nice. That's wrapped it all up for me. Good. Yeah. Um, bit of closure. Yeah, a bit of closure. Yeah. Um. So we've been writing our our hopeful song this week, which has been yeah. a change for us, miserable old crones. Hmm. Um. Yeah. It's been fun, hasn't it? We've. This is the, in the style fun. of I, Tim Minchin. In the style of Tim Minchin, Tim Minchin, who is you know, great and a really pleasing style to write in. Very, very pleased. Um, I'm doing my best Tim Minchin impression on this one, but apologies to any Australian listeners. <laughs> yeah. Also really, really pl- um, sort of fits into my writing style of just adding more and more words to a yeah. thing. <laughs> more. Yeah, normally we tell Dan to, to stop, whereas with this one... <laughs> Dan, you've go got to Dan. stop. Just keep going. More words. More words. Um, more words on this. Um, we got some yeah, weird child imagery in there. Mm-hmm. He loves. He always puts on. Tim Minchin loves to put a Y on the end and do that sort of like baby talking. Is you get like baby talk in his nasal voice? That's a feature. That's a very niche observation, isn't it? Of a Tim Minchin song, right? So I guess Should we have a listen. Yeah, let's have a listen. Well, listener, this is when this is over. When this is over, when this is over, I will compose a symphony. They'll say I wove a tapestry called Hey Bitch, I Survived. Maybe October, maybe October, and maybe a year or maybe two. Whenever it is, when this is through, I'm coming. Look out, life. I will do it. I dream 
turned off and was too scared to do All of those things that always seem I could never live up to But when this is done, I won't be shy I'll just be grateful that I didn't die And I'll dance and I'll sing and I'll do all the things That I locked up in lockdown Inside Inside When this is over When this is over I will finally buy a loom I'll murder the CEO of Zoom Become a hat person Yeah, when this is over I'll get a great big back tattoo Of Claire Balding I'll get two Cause nothing can be worse than this And maybe I'll start wearing capes Or try a green tea colonic Splash all my cash on a classic car And take nudes on the bonnet When this is done Rita, what then? Well, I'll pitch my cape business on Dragon's Den And I'll finally leave gym And I'll do all the things that I locked up in lockdown Inside Every kitty wants the sweetie that they're not allowed And we're all just kitties who grew up and got depressed and proud The forbidden fruit is my list of pursuits and things I've never done My life's been on snooze but I'm booking that cruise Carpe idea of that bitch and stop watching the news The world is my oyster I'm seeking out joy Earning back this lost time inside oh, When this is over Is over. When this is over, 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 woohoo! Woo! <gasps> oh my, oh, I like that we both went for a gasp. Then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like um, that one. Lovely, me too. Favourite, what a favourite bit. Hopeful note. Um, my favourite bit is your excellent Tim Minchin impersonation. Oh, when this is over. It's very good, Tim. Very, very, it's very good. good. Very much. Uh, very uplifted and very pleased about the song, very pleased about the shed. Um, what a hopeful mm. section. What a help, hopeful yeah. section. Yeah. Anything nice planned for the uh, following weeks, Tim? I'm just going to be in my shed. In your break? Uh-huh. Yep. So what's going to go in there? Um, well, we need to p- get some... Storage units, aside from the skeleton of a dog, bits and bobs and things, and we'll put the mm-hmm. paint tins in there. Yeah, nice. That's it, really. I'll nice. be, I'll Little be corner in the shed. for a violin or a flute. Yes, oh yes, that's what I mean, really. Yeah, we'll hang the flute corner, hang some, hang some, <laughs> some um, wood folk instruments some wood on the walls in the shed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, all my tools are in the shed, and then you open it, and it's just an array of woodwind. <laughs> 
It's very on brand. And a hang. Um, lovely. Um, Tim, I was just noticing how your WhatsApp status is. Um, Merry Christmas, everyone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Such a dad. Such a dad. What a dad. <laughs> Such a dad thing. Love that. I don't. I don't think it was Christmas when I set that as well. Oh, you, oh, you okay. funny old thing. <laughs> I know. <it's>, you can't <laughs> stop me, can uh, you? That's the humour that we... Incorrigible. That's my picture as well. Yeah, it's really nice. What is it? Yeah. Let me look. I haven't got one. Oh. Yeah, I do. Do I? In my oh, head, no, wait, when that's you told the picture me that, of our, that's our group I picture. had a feeling it was a picture of you in a little hat. Or is that... Oh. Yeah, well, that's our, that's our group. No, that's our, our group, group picture, picture is Tim in a lovely straw oh. boat. In a straw boat at Buckingham Palace. At a night, yeah. I was going to say that looks like a national Doing trust a site. Pal. All I can see is some palisades, but it's nice. Yeah. We'll have to put these on our social media. In my media. natural environment. Yeah. Mm, I think that could be the photo for uh, the week <laughs> ten announcement. <laughs> <laughs> that next oh. to the shed. <laughs> well, Tim, Good. have you have you enjoyed the last ten episodes of Traits? I've had a blast. Can't wait to do some more. It's been such a pleasure working with you both. Oh. And we've got a nice body of work now that we can send to um, Cameron McIntosh. Yeah. And say, oh, please. What do you think of this, Cam? Oh, please, can we have a West End theatre? Please. <laughs> we need to... Put your penis away. <laughs> I didn't write that one. But fine. We need to perform such yeah. hits as Hair Song to the masses. Hair Song. <laughs> Week 10 song. I nearly spat out my coffee then. <sighs> Haven't we earned this? <laughs> oh. well, it's been a treat as ever, boys. It's Absolutely. been Can't a wait true to delight. See you sing a couple of choruses of hair song together. Oh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> We're live at the Zadal. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Uh, uh, well. 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 Have, Bye then. Have a lovely weekend, Tim. <laughs> have a lovely weekend. Too. Enjoy Tim. your share. Speak to you soon. Bye. I love you dearly. Love you, Tim. Bye. Bye. Love you. Bye. A chat with Tim. A chat with Tim. Listener, it's that time again. Time for the sauciest part of the podcast. It's Shag Marry Kill. Grab a condom. Grab a wedding ring. Grab a poisonous glazed ham, because it's time to play Shag, Marry, Kill. Oh, what an unbelievable intro. <laughs> My goodness. Marks and Spencer should have snapped you up when they had a chance. Well, I'm still available. <laughs> one, of my, one of my major career goals. Yeah. That or the MasterChef woman. Oh yeah, you'd be lovely at that. Jane is making one of her poisonous glazed hams. <laughs> oh, good. I think you'd be good on Love Island, actually, because of the hint of sarcasm which mm, weaves through your tones. Yeah. Well, I was d- dropping back to Fire Saga. I was thinking, oh, I'd love that Eurovision commenter job. Oh. If I could do anything in life, um, it would be that. Graham, although he's amazing, he's looking, looking older, isn't he? He is looking older, and he did leave a very positive review of a show. He did? He did. But it is on my website. That's your in? That's my in. I'm going to go and be like, hey, remember when you um, tweeted a nice thing about my show? And he'll be like, no, not at all. And then I'll describe the show in great detail, and he'll be like, no, I don't remember watching that. <laughs> and then you'll say, can I have your job? <laughs> and then I'll say, would you like one of my hams? 
Would you like a slice of this ham? <laughs> right. Shag Mary Kill this week, listener, is um, the Chronicles of Narnia. Mm-hmm. Specifically, I think, the line, The Witch in the Wardrobe. I don't yeah, think we've strayed into, that. into, what is it, The Magician's Apprentice or any of those no. journeys. Um, so, without further ado, Dan. Mm. Shag Mary Kill. Aslan. Morgrim. Or Père Noël. <laughs> Aslan being the lion daddy. Big lion daddy. Morgrim being the wolf daddy. Mm-hmm. And Père Noël being the Christmas daddy. The Christmas daddy. <laughs> okay. I have some conflict about this. Okay. Because... Morgrim sounds like he should be my type. Mm. Um, he is a horrible, mean wolf. Yeah. Um, however, I did Google a picture of him, and the first picture that came up was the BBC version of Line the Witch and Morgrim, where it's like a lot of ugly adults in really dumb costumes, and he looks so, so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, he kind of looks like his caves... His head's caved in on that one. Yeah, he looks like... He like looks, an old puppet. Yeah, or like he's been drowned and then dragged <laughs> back out of the, the Thames. Um, okay, I think I'm going to... I'm going to kill him. I'm going to kill Morgrim. Oh, Dan. Yeah, uh, I frame him. Yeah. Is how I do it. I go to the White Witch, Jada. Yes. And I say, Hey... Bitch, um, great to see you again. I always camp up with her because that's what she likes. Mm-hmm. Mince in, I go, hey, queen. Um, did you know Morgrim uh, has been wearing a lot of clashing colours around here? I know that you've instructed everyone to only wear white. Uh, but he, I saw him yesterday. He was wearing teal and red. And she would... Go swooping out. She wouldn't even say a word. She would just grab up her little pointy stick and she'd go with a tight lip, she'd go marching out and you'd never ever hear from him again. <laughs> so that's how I do that. Um, I'm going to shag Père Noel. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, go, we go flying in through the air in his sled and people can't see what's happening, but if they could, they would be shocked. Presents are raining down. Presents are raining down. Um, And you can just hear him. Christmas has come at last. (laughs) That's what he says. Um, And then you can hear him through the skies going, ho, 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 ho. Um, Uh Yeah. And then I'm going to marry Aslan. Yeah. Which, so this is, again, where my conflict came because part of me wanted to kill Aslan. He's (gasps) very holier than thou. He's a Jesus parable thing. He's, yeah. I think... Don't think, I think about that. I think Don't he'd think be very... Jesus. I think he'd... Any time I was, like, feeling a bit bitchy or a bit angry with something or, like, just general pent-up frustration, he wouldn't have that. He'd be like, no, no, we should be embracing all beings and only feel happy. Let it go. And I'd be like, oh, just let me feel my feelings. <laughs> um, But... Overall, he is Mufasa. Yeah, and he is a magical lion. 
I think. I would feel very smug. Yeah, I would feel very smug. Um, Again, I'd be the power behind the throne. Um, And I would whisper in his ear and maybe twist him slightly. Like when the Pevensey children arrived, I'd be like, they're really annoying. (laughs) Like they're they're, they're stupid and they're only children and they shouldn't. I hate them. I don't mind Susan. I could be friends with her, but I want rid of Edmund. Um... So, yeah. How about you? Um, Okay. I thought I was going to go with what you went for until we started talking about Aslan in detail, and that's really changed it all. Um, So I'm going to... I am going to murder the wolf. Okay. How? Because I think out of the three... I think they're all pretty appealing options. I'm not going to lie. I agree. Yeah. I think, you know, they, they are all potential husbands. Mm-hmm. If I was, you know, a young maiden and they all came to me mm-hmm. with the rings, I'd have a tricky voice <laughs> on my hands. Um, I'd go, oh, men are, men are like buses. What am I to do? But this, <laughs> after mulling it over. Um, okay, so I'm going to kill Morgrim. Okay. How I'm going to do that is I'm going to go, I'm going to wrong you. I'm going to do something a bit naughty Maybe, like, um, say, oh, I don't know. What, how, would, how would I annoy you? Oh, do, do you remember that dream where I told you that you had a big spot? Yeah. Yeah, I'd do that to you. Hmm. Be like, oh, Dan. Oh, big sp- <laughs> lockdown's not being good for your skin, has it? Big spot. Right. I'm just going to say, then- I had a dream where, <laughs> so I had been, I'd bought a lot of new face products in real life. <laughs> And I was, like, kind of pleased with how my skin was going. And then I had a dream that I woke up and Robin was stood by my bed. I had a spot in this dream. And I could do that that thing where you can see someone's eyes flickering to a point on your face and then back to your eyes. And she went, how's your skincare routine going? And I was like, it's going fine, fine, thank you. And then there was a pause. And then she went, big spot. <laughs> in my dream. Um, I felt a lot of hate for my friend well, at that point. Well, well, I'm going to do that in real life. Okay. Or maybe something even meaner. Maybe yeah. Like looking at your hair and be like, it's interesting that you shaved your hair during lockdown, isn't it, Dan? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Poofy. Poofy bald. <laughs> Poofy bald, ugly. Face. Ugly spot, big face. <laughs> and then when you invited me for dinner and yeah. you brought out the glazed hair. <laughs> I would smuggle the ham into yeah. my bag. Yeah. I would then take the bag into the forest and over to Morgrim's pad. Mm-hmm. I would then feed him the ham. Mm-hmm. But then when the, the authorities came, they'd go, well, this is clearly a Daniel Fox ham. <laughs> and uh, my uh, would be clean of the deed. And I'd be in jail. You would be in jail. Two birds, and my, one stone. And my defence that I obviously didn't serve this ham because mm. why would I, when my friend is both Jewish and a vegetarian, <laughs> would go unheard. <laughs> oh, two wolves, one ham. Both two down. wolves, one ham. I've seen that video. <laughs> I bet you um, have. Okay. Um, okay, so I've, I've murdered the wolf. Next, I'm going to shag Aslan. Mm. Um, we're going to have a... A ride around the forest, you know, when they get on his back and he's yeah. bound yeah. away. Oh, great. I, he really was going to be my husband, but I can't deal with his goodness. 
Yeah. Um, so we're going to romp around. We're going to lie down in a meadow like Bella and Edward, and he's going to speak to me through his mind, not through his mouth. Um, and then we're going to make love on the stone table where he was resurrected. Um, <laughs> it's going to be very spiritual. We might talk a bit about crystals. Um, and then in the morning I'll say, I'm no good for you. Oh, okay. I can... He'll be like, stay. And I'll be like... Please, stay with me. I'm not pure. I'm bad news. You don't want to know me. And then I'll walk away. This is the the finale of Narnia, of the Narnia Chronicles that never was. This is is how it was meant to go. And is that when your husband swoops down? (laughs) And that is when, from the trees, you hear the jingling of Christmas bells. And ho, 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 ho. And then a, a white and red gloved hand reaches down between the trees and whisks me up onto the sleigh. <laughs> oh, oh, come here, bitch. Oh, no. Yeah, and then we fly off. I mean, Penuel is maybe my dream man. Yeah, and I also then you would be gifts. Mrs. Claus. Exactly. Which is a dream role for you. It is a dream role for me. And do you remember like sexy Mrs. Claus on the M&S advert? Yes. Yes, that's what I aspire to be. So, great beard chunky figure but mm-hmm. clearly has a lot of um he must be quite a thick guy he can yeah he's done a lot of lifting a lot of lifting all those sacks and boxes and things yeah. for thousands of years he's very rich he's and so rich and he I has a huge gifts. staff like like for like workforce of elves doing yeah. whatever he wants and yeah. you do love gifts i love the cold i can't stand to be in the sun perfect mm-hmm. location for a home yeah um, I love reindeer. Yeah. Really is a, uh, perfect it, for you. It's my dream life. You'd get to spend a lot of time, like he would be out in the workshop all day yeah. while you drank cocoa and read mm-hmm. your novels. And had my friends round. Had your friends round. Um, you know. Went, spent some of his money, did exactly. ASOS orders and stuff. And yeah, did some self-gifting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's kind of the dream life. So Yeah. You can call me Mrs. Claus. Okay. Mama, Mama Noel. Mama Noel. Mare Noel. Oh, lovely. Lovely. Okay. Good. Well, then, mine for you, Robin, mm. are The White Witch, mm. Mr. Beaver, mm. and Mr. <laughs> Tumnus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Again, quite a tricky one. Mm-hmm. White, okay. The White Witch, I have absolute respect for. She's a bad yeah. bitch. Yes. She, I imagine her as Tilda Swinton. Yeah. We all know how much we love Tilda Swinton. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God, I watched David Copperfield, by the way. Oh, so good. What a good. mad film. Yeah, bizarre. I'd forgotten, because I I did the play a few years ago. I played Dora. Yeah. um, And I'd forgotten how bonkers the plot is. It's like Charles Dickens was, like, taken something, and he was like, and then there's a storm, and then there's a robbery, and then... (laughs) A boat, and then... Yeah. Um, A boy called Ham, and then... um, (laughs) But, yeah, really good. Um, Yeah. And interesting watching, just to make a little political point, um, interesting watching that straight after Emma 
um, because it was such colorblind casting, which was great. Yeah, it was really it good, was like, wasn't it? It was so good. And it just it, it makes things look more interesting and full and... Yeah, I don't know, I did, like, it I, didn't take anything away from it. it of was course just, it doesn't. Like, like watching yeah. Emma, I was like, "Why is everyone white?" And there's just I, there's no excuse for it anymore, is there? No. Um, so even okay. though Emma was a really good film, I think David Copperfield was better because mm-hmm. of that. Um, okay, what was I chatting about? White Witch. Okay, Till Swinton. Oh yeah, she's amazing in David Copperfield. Great yes. outfits. Yeah. Okay, so a lot of respect for her, but. In that lineup, and also, I think that she would end up killing me. I think I would uh, eat all of her angels to light, and I, I don't think we'd be a power couple. I think we'd I be. I don't know. I could see you being her weakness, you know. Really? Yeah, I could imagine a world in which she's like she's so stone hearted, and she's still horrible to absolutely everyone else. But when she sees you, her heart just melts. Yeah, but then imagine, you know, a young peasant boy caught my eye. I think I think she'd just kill him. I think she'd be like sulking and throwing herself around the ice castle, and you'd hear you'd hear from the. She'd have walked in on you with this peasant boy, yeah, and she'd have been like, she'd be like, "What's going on in here, my snowdrop?" (laughs) And you'd be like, "Oh, nothing, darling." And she'd be like, and then she'd walk out, and then from a different wing of the castle, you'd hear. Turned him to stone. She turned him to stone. Oh, I think I'd get tired of her doing that. <laughs> all my potential, you know. At first, okay. I quite like the attention, but then yeah. there'd just be a hall of handsome, well, handsome folk all in stone. Okay. Um. Okay, so I'm going to kill her, and how I'm well. going to do that is, I'm going to get evacuated to the countryside, and then go through a wardrobe and meet a fawn. And then bring my brothers and sisters and then meet a lion. <laughs> and then the lion's going to die, then he's going to be resurrected. Then we're going to cure all the animals and creatures that she's turned to stone. Then there's going to be a war and the lion is going to kill her for me. Okay. I just yep. thought of that off the top of my head. Wow. You it's just a theory. must write that down. I'll try. <laughs> um, you must because yeah. that's gold. And then do some weird like offshoots where there's like, magic rings that no one really cares about and like a weird um creepy uncle and stuff like that yeah oh i'll think about it i'll think about it okay um so who have i got left okay mr b yeah i'm gonna shag mr beaver in his dam okay grace (laughs) um dawn french plays mrs beaver in the film doesn't she okay so you're thinking you're the new Dawn? Um, yeah. Um, it's a role I inspire to in many aspects of my life. <laughs> it's obviously my casting, my casting of Mrs. Beaver, um, but not for not for more than one night. Yeah. I think he could be a faithful, good lover. I think he'd be very selfless. I think his house looks very cosy. I think he'd feed me with a nice buttered crumpet afterwards and a cup of tea. Yeah. Um... What more can you want as a simple northern yeah. woman? He'd be he'd give you a just a nice a nice night. Yeah. And You'd look back on it and you go, that was a nice night. Oh, that was a nice night. Yeah. I don't regret that. Mm-hmm. But I'm marrying Mr. Tumnus because he really is my type. Yeah. It's James McAvoy. Yeah. Um. A wispy <laughs> a wispy fawn man. A wispy fawn man with his little furry haunches and 
is um what is it sardines on toast yeah and a nice fireplace and a little cottage and a scarf he very much lives kind of the life of tim gilvin doesn't he yes he does <laughs> yes he does <gasps> has um, a little toast he has a little toast plays his little flute plays a little instrument <laughs> and uh goes for a potter yeah okay dream man there you go great what would you do dan I'm killing Mr. Tumnus. Oh. He's a paedophile. <laughs> He's a registered <laughs> on a list creep who abducts little girls from the forest. Oh, he didn't sneaks, abduct. He abducted her. Yes, he did. He lured her back to his creepy forest abode in the middle of the woods. He got her back and he told her a nice story while feeding her a nice warming meal. And when she thought she was safe. She'd just been lost in the woods. She'd been rescued by a stranger. He lures her back. Then he feeds her a thing. Then he gets out his flute. Meanwhile, he's, like, drugged her. She starts falling asleep. What? Yes. He hasn't drugged her. Oh, he, God, uses yeah, he his, does. It's his, like, magic flute. or something. It's either something in the food or his magic flute. But she falls asleep and he's oh. about to. And then he, like, sneaks off and alerts the guards. Oh, no. Creep. But Dan, you're right. My husband is a paedophile. He's a horrible creep. So I kill him. Um, I, how do I do it? I go back to, I dress up as a little lost girl and I go into the woods Not and hard. I walk. And I, I think you just have to put a little wig on and the rest of you would be perfect. <laughs> some pigtails, clip in yeah, some pigtails. I clip in some pigtails and I walk about in my little flannel skirts and I walk in the forest and I go, oh, I'm so lost. Oh, where am I? I'm so lost. And he, I hear. Yeah. Hello. And he takes me back to his creepy cottage and he feeds me sardines on toast and he starts playing his flute. Little does he know, I've got a full SWAT team of vigilante paedophile hunters outside. <laughs> We've been tracking him for ages. We know where he lives. Yeah. This was just the sting operation. He, he, I finally like pretend to fall asleep and as he shuffles closer, they kick down the door Yeah. and then they beat him to death. Oh. They just they just beat him to death. They beat him up. And he goes, no, no, I was just, um, ah, I was going to. And then they, they don't even listen for one second. They just kill him. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I shag Mr. Beaver. Oh. Join the club. Yeah, it's the same night. It's not amazing, but it is quite nice. And um, It's warm. And I say of a dinner party later, I say, and that's the only time I've had a beaver. And then everyone goes, ah, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> um, We bond closer over it, me and you, because we've, yeah. we've both slept with Mr. Beaver. We'll and, you know, know who's the best. We'll, yeah, we'll interrogate Mr. Beaver. And he tells us that it's me. Um, I don't then... think that's <laughs> true. And, uh, and it gives some extra depth to his character that Lewis Carroll never gave him, because now we know he's bisexual. Yeah. Um, and has an open relationship Lewis, with Mrs. Beaver. Lewis Carroll. Fucking Lewis Carroll. Like the JK no, wait, the shit. Mistake. Is it C.S. Lewis? Oh, God, yeah. Which is. one is it? It's one it's of the Lewises. C.S. Lewis. Damn it. I'm going to edit this out. And then, um, and then I'm obviously marrying Tilda Swinton, the White Witch. Yep. We live in an icy palace. Yes. We both wear the same armoured kind of tabard. Um, I get her to teach me magic. We both mm -hmm. learn ice sorcery. 
um, I warn her of the entire events of the novel and she goes, thanks for telling me. And she just go literally, she goes and builds a spike pit in front of where the um, wardrobe entrance is. And in a few years time, that is just contains four skeletons. Um, and they all tumble through in that. Literally, coach. they They're bundle through. Spiked. They death. just drop into a bundle of spikes. <laughs> um, we let Lucy come through and go back just to get the others. And when the, yeah. when all four of them come through, spiked. Wow. And there's just four child skeletons in that mm-hmm. spike pit by the end, as a warning to others not to cross us. What What are your chairs like? You've not spoken about how you're going to sit. Well, I'm about to tell you. Well, I'm about to tell you. So we're wearing our. Um, beautiful armoured tabards made of sort of ice and frost which we've both conjured we're both wearing long pointed crowns and we Mm. sit in our um sexless marriage we sit next to each other and we read the we have just endless copies of the um country living christmas uh edition and we only creep we creep through the wardrobe sometimes dressed in close to human apparel Mm -hmm. to go to the country living christmas fair in islington um and we go for brunches and things um uh, so we have a reign of terror in narnia but we do visit the normal world to have a beautiful fashionable time and and also like per noel i'll be able to have whatever i wanted because not only can she craft things out of ice like elsa but also she has her little like drop thing and i'd so i'd be like you did a little drop potion and it turns into whatever she wants oh you'd have so much turkish delight you Mm -hmm. naughty boy yeah i'd be like I'd be like, Jada. Mm, Jadis, can I have some Huel, please? And she'd be like, yes. And then she'd do a little drop and a Huel would appear. Oh. Or a nice <laughs> summer salad. Yeah. Mm. That'd be nice. Yeah. I we reckon sit around. you'd look very similar when you were dressed up in your yeah, we matching would. outfits. We would. But if someone and... was like, Queen Jadis, and then you were like, it's Queen Daniel, you fuck. <laughs> and then Dan- you'd, yes. ice, you'd ice my dad. <laughs> Danis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Jadis, isn't it? I've been saying yeah. Jada. It's Who am not, I thinking of? It's not Jadis. Will Smith's wife. Oh, have you seen that interview, by the way? Yeah, strange. The most awkward thing in the whole world. Um, strange. It's, it's not Jadis. It's Danis. <laughs> Danis. Or Dagis. Dagis. So swap it. <laughs> yeah. And then I have her. I, I, I use my own weird wand spear to ice that person into bits. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, um, because we are, we know that Père Noël and his magical gifts and interference is one of the primary, um, threats against our rule. We craft great big nets in the sky. No, that's me coming. Yeah, we, yeah, we put great big nets in the sky and then, <laughs> and then Jadis just lift, we lift the, um, ever, never-ending winter spell just for a little bit so that Christmas can come. We snare you in a net and we drag you down and we kill you oh you and panoel you you horrible old witches and then we go and sit back down in our great big armed (laughs) sofas and we say a job well done my dear i bet you'd have those sofas with no headrests and very narrow seats so that you'd have to sit bolt upright yeah actually maybe we just kill panoel and let you live thank you and then we can have you over along with our friends, um, Morgan and mm. uh, that great big minotaur who's one of my lovers. And, oh, what's his um, name? don't know. don't know if he's ever named. 
there's like a horrible big minotaur, which is lovely. You're and lover on the side. My lover on the side. And we have like the eels and the weasels and everything. We have them all over for a great big brunch around the stone tablet table. We're famous for our alfresco brunches. <laughs> oh, I see alfresco brunches. Mm-hmm. We're all shivering away, but you two are absolutely fine. We're so fine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that was Shag Mary Kill, and therefore the end of episode 10. Oh, my goodness. And the end of season one. I can hardly believe it. I can't believe it and won't. When did we start? It was back in March, wasn't it? Well, either. Or like early April. Yeah. I don't know. Many months ago. What a journey it's Um, been. What a journey. Um, exciting news, dear listener. Uh, we're going to release an album of all of the songs, um, the original songs that we've made for the podcast. So there's 10 yep. songs so far um, available soon as our lockdown album. Mm-hmm. Um, so keep your little squinty eyes peeled for that. All those songs we made with your suggestions. So in a way, we all made them together. We did. We all crafted in the Fat them Rascal podcast out of, family. Out of our dreams. Um. Thank you so much for making it this far, those of you that do listen to the end of this episode. Um, we hope that we've provided some humour and comfort in these strange, dark days. Oh, that's all we hope. That's all we hope. Um, we've had fun, haven't we, Dan? We've had an enormous fun, and um, we'll be back uh, at some point soon with who knows what treasures to tell you about, <laughs> what wisdom to share. Pearls creatures to fuck and kill um you've been listening to my dear eel-like friend daniel fox you can find him on social media at dnl foxx daniel fox (laughs) and my manuel my dearest lady of christmas you can find her on social media at at mers ms Robin Grant, Robin with a Y. Um, I'm on all kinds of social media. You can find me there. Um, if you just want to tweet the podcast, we are at we are fat rascal hashtag fat rascals fat podcast. You've also been listening to the musical talents of our wonderful dear darling um, shed building music maestro extraordinaire Tim Gilvin. Um, He's on some social medias, but not all, because he is, in fact, a middle-aged dad. Mm -hmm. Um, You've also heard uh, the sketch talents of all of our wonderful rascals. And if you want to find out more about them, why don't you just look at our website? Just look it up. Just go to the Fat Rascal website. Why don't you look at our website for once? lazy old sloths. Laura Elms has produced this podcast. Anyone else to, to mention? No one else. No one else. Thank you to all our guests who've joined us. Um, across the season um, and thank you Dan it's been lovely keeping in touch and having an excuse for you to talk to me um, now <laughs> thank for weeks you, Robin. of silence yeah thank you for thank you in advance um, for giving mm. me some space over the next next month or so that's okay Dan <laughs> <laughs> we're going to leave you with another song from Unfortunate um, this is Female Role Models. Um, it is sung by Ursula Triton and Flotsman Jetsam. Um, and it's when Ursula's trying to explain to Triton why Ariel has ended up as such an airhead. Um, mm. It's one of our faves from the show, and we hope that you enjoy it too. See you soon. Bye-bye. Whoa.
What are you saying? It's on the parenting, Papa. Surely you of all people should know. You can't think that this is my fault. I, I gave that girl everything, doted on her, adored her. Babied her, face it tried. It's been over 20 years since I first walked into your city. Even then it was all boys are strong and girls are sweet and pretty. Tell me, Daddy, does it shock you now that you've discovered that? You went and hatched yourself an angelfish but raised yourself a brat. As a single dad, I did my best. But I don't, you know, tears and breasts. Her mother died, the servants cried. My mother ate my father with lemon like a frog. That's a little harsh. This is what comes from a lack of female role Yes, she was a sponge, actually. How did you know? Can you blame me? So many holes. You mean you... Oh, Neptune's beard. I know that I have made mistakes, it's true. I don't need you to tell me, but please understand. Parenting's hard, it simply overwhelmed me. When your duties lie to sea creatures, the kingdom and the ocean, it's easy enough to let things slip. It's simpler to be doting. Hell, you've raised a drip. Now she's wet. Teach her she's pathetic, and pathetic's what you get. Now I don't think that's exactly fair. Oh, honey, save your ifs and buts for somebody who can. You've got me in here, you know. Bite me. Help me out here, boys. Here oh, we go, mama. Beyonce. Janelle Monet. Gaga, Nikki. And Grande. Cleopatra and Boleyn. Budapka and Franklin. Venus and Serena. Sharapova and Martina. Clinton, Merkel and Malala. Oprah Winfrey and Madonna. Mary Curie. Halle Berry. Greta Thunberg. I see when you talk of female role models You're still the same passionate, obstinate girl I once knew Things are about to get weird in here. <laughs> a sprinkling of sunlight and a fragment of sea glass. It's gonna take a lot of magic to hide away this gas. And next a drop of my own blood, the offering of a witch. Time to go from fabulous to a blazing bitch. Damn, look at those puppies. Every public schoolboy's dream. Let's give you a name, my dear. Something gorgeous and naughty. Vanessa. Perfect. But the voice is off. Too deep, too womanly. Luckily, we've got a fresh one right here. <laughs> oh, Daddy, that's boring. <laughs> now, it's time to get out of this dump. Ready or not, girls, cause here comes one hell. 